Hello, it's Claire. How do I even start this? It's been months since my last quarantine reflection. While I've been actively journaling, reflecting, and talking with family and friends, sitting down to record my reflections has seemed more daunting than ever. It's funny that I wanted to start a podcast and a platform in general because I'm still very self-conscious about putting my sound bites out there. Not that my goal is to become a public voice, it's more supposed to be cathartic for me. But the overanalyzing of my words and phrases has made me think about the issue. Is that even the right word choice here? I'm overanalyzing again of the significant lack of BIPOC female voices in 2020. How many times have I seen white men confidently being photographed and recorded? How many times have I seen a BIPOC woman on stage and films on podcasts only to be canceled over the most innocuous criticisms? Oh, she's Korean? Maybe all Korean people are like that, from my one observation. (sighs) That's a sad tangent, though. White men don't have this fear to question whether their voice should be online or not, regardless of the size of the platform. But that's not what I'm reflecting on. I'm hyper aware that my voice is not needed at the forefront of the Black Lives Matter movement right now. Let me be unequivocally clear though, Black Lives Matter. We as a team are a thousand percent crystal clear about this. While it's essential for everyone to research, reflect, have conversations, protest in their own medium, donate, and to keep the movement going, I've become consciously aware that my voice does not need to be lifted up right now. I'm not saying my voice, thereby my Asian, Korean, American female voice is not important. It's just that at this present moment, black voices need to be lifted up now. So I hesitated to upload this reflection. The world does not need my reflection. They need black voices. But then again, I've learned so much about the movement, the history and allyship by listening to other Asian and non-black voices. Moreover, I need to reflect and be straight with myself so that I can be a strong ally and participate in this movement. Also just realize that saying nothing is the worst thing I can do as an Asian American BIPOC ally. I can only speak from my experiences and thoughts in this present moment. I think part of the reason why many are fearful of sharing their opinions is because there is something new emerging daily and it takes a lot of energy to keep up with it. Because there is something new, if you're not aware of it, you're likely to get called out. Emotions and tensions run high. Someone is always challenging you to do better and to learn. There's no excuse not to do this because every year we turn digitally, there's a resource to educate ourselves. And if your feed is not showing any of this material, check yourself. What are you doing, living under a rock? On a side note, to be more specific, it's been interesting being in the UK, watching the US. I'm confident my reactions to BLM would be different had I been in the US. I can't begin to name the frustrations I've encountered thus far. I've had a white person share resources with me as if to educate me on the BLM movement. While it's fantastic that this person is sharing resources, I want to point out that the preaching to the already long ago converted is not a productive use of their time. This is a time to reach out to those 
white people who are complicit and complacent. I've already seen predominantly white acquaintances and friends turn into justice warrior modes, which is good to see because I do believe to a degree that those who hold the power in society, white voices, need to champion the cause. But it rings alarm bells in my mind. Like, have you done your research on this subject? Do you know how layered it is? I don't feel comfortable with you confidently sharing your opinion on Black Lives Matter. Maybe start off by sharing black voices first? As much discomfort I feel, I don't feel comfortable sharing how they can be better allies. It's complicated. I'm trying to be an ally myself. Granted, a white ally versus a BIPOC ally is different, but this is not my job. Okay, so I think I accidentally ranted a little, but like I mentioned at the start, this is meant to be cathartic for me. Anyway, before I came to the UK, I was taught that this is a country where slavery was abolished a long time ago. And side note, this is literally written in the Life in the UK Citizenship Test Book as well. I naively thought, I will choose a UK to do my master's. I will be able to focus on my studies. What I found instead was a society so afraid to talk about racism that it wasn't taught in classrooms. It wasn't acknowledged and racist acts were executed so covertly that my mental health suffered. Microaggressions were everywhere. I was never forced to reconcile my Korean-American BAME and newly assigned foreigner identity before. The only silver lining is that I began to embrace my Korean identity more than ever. But discussions of race were at such a basic level that I would always find myself questioning myself and British society. Now, with Black Lives Matter, I feel like I can't start to have constructive discussions without addressing the fundamental questions first. No, the U.S. is not the only country to have racism. Yes, Black Lives Matter always have. It is a strange feeling to have your suspicions realize the light of all that's coming out in the BLM movement. My suspicions of racist acts from, say, ages of nine in college in the U.K., they were all indeed racist. These were confirmed by similar experiences of now shared by public BIPOC voices on social media platforms. It colors my perspective of my past and highlights how much my brain tried to see the best in people. Ever since I've arrived in the UK, I've been trying to reconcile my identity. I've created a space of similar-minded BIPOCs to acknowledge and confirm my experiences. Yet, I've keenly realized that the priority right now is to be an ally, a fighter in this movement. I've struggled to try to find my identity to be a better ally while trying to be in the movement. It's not easy. I don't have the answers and I have so much to learn. What I do know is that research, dialogue, and continuing this is so important. The us versus them mentality is outdated, useless, and dangerous. We need to address and support Black Lives Matter. This is not just a tick box exercise of donating, posting a black box on Blackout Tuesday. This is ongoing.